Uh-huh. Big Jim McDaniel. You ever hear of him, Lloyd? Big Jim McDaniel? No. No. Come on, Big Jim McDaniel. Come on now. Know who I mean? Uh-oh. Yeah. Did I, uh, text Cobb? What did you say? Oh, I, I thought it. I guess I'm gonna check the end credits, but I thought it was Ty Cobb. Oh, the person. I yeah. I don't have that. I've got a bunch of names here that I didn't research. Okay. Um, Alex Wilson, Ronnie Graham, Scott Walker, Rosary Nix, Frank Weller. Yeah, Frank Weller. Holy shit! Right. That's you know the that voice name, actor Scooby Doo. He's done yeah, over like a hundred voices, Transformers. He's been doing it for decades. So Craig Ovia was that Buffalo Hunter, Buffalo Hunter that got shot. Severn. Is Scott Walker the singer? This guy is Sven Darden. Uh, no, I don't think he's a singer. Um, Len Lesser, Ed Lauter, I don't know. A bunch of people I didn't really catch because they're in one scene and gone forever. Look, he's right. thrilling his dick. Really? What's yeah, he's like little boys. Let's triple. What's the name, uh, Charlie? Not. Oh. Help Whoa. Me. Oh, no, no. He's got a gun, dude. Uh oh. Finally. Billy's doing it. Now. What great aim. Billy's out of bullets. Watch what he does. Step on her head? Oh, it takes another gun. Good. Watch his head. Watch his head. Ow! Oof. Now watch. Ow! 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 You're in the head. Now this is the first time Billy has killed anyone. He's killed a whole, you know, three of them. Beat one to death. Goldie's gonna be like, "You did good, kid." But he's not going to say, you know, we really, maybe he won't say kid, but he, Goldie's going to, uh, Billy the Kid's going to be like, I did do good. This is the moment that they could really make a film, but they don't. It just ends now. Well, kid, only 18 more to go. Right. <laughs> Look how dirty they are, man. This film art direction is really good. Just some respect, the man just died. Kid, you were good. You were good. Now look at Billy's face. I was. I was good. Get their stuff. Get every damn thing, though. Now it starts playing this goofy music as they rob, as they pilfer their, you know, is it called right, plunder? After you they do plunder. Thing, you... Yeah, but you, like you said, like, there's no shoe store around there. What? what I mean, they, I yeah, mean... No, no, that's true and everything, but I'm saying, in terms of the movie, this is the scene in which he really should have changed. You see how oh, we right. got it a little bit? Right. I oh, mean, I didn't realize these were. Uh, now we're getting the credits. Now we get. The, he where? has a name now. 
he doesn't have a name. Nobody knows him. That's what I mean. Like there should be something that launches him. But the for us, the audience, we see you know Michael J. Pollard, and then it says Billy. That's it. It's That's it's it. yeah. He's so here they are walking off with their spoils. With that stupid music. It's like banjo and harmonica or uh, jaw harp. It's a fiddle and a uh, fucking banjo. And there's a <laughs> tuba. What happened? They pulled the, the, uh, the band, took all the good instruments by the time they got there. <laughs> there was a banjo. Yeah. Tuba. A tri a what are we going to do with that? There's a fiddle. Lee Purcell Pearl is really Pearl. the best actress in this. Thing. Yeah. Actor. Pearl, what'd you think of this movie? I thought that this was a good movie that just didn't make a third act. I think this would have been a better movie if we had really been able to hug a story. I think it was really well acted, really well shot, really well art directed. It, it was good that it was grimy and dirty. Right. I think in the end. Let's uh, turn off our screen share here. Bow! All right. I, I think it's a good film, and I do recommend you see it. But just know that it's going to end after the time is over. It doesn't yeah, satisfy you with an ending. I was really glad I watched it with you. I'm really glad you kind of filled me in at some points because it it's, was really hard for me to sit through this movie just because it was a slower pace. You know, I have problems where... It's origin stories, and you know, unless there wasn't, there was some meat. There was some great performances. I absolutely agree, and, and the cinematography was good. It's an interesting movie. I'm glad we saw it. You know, I'm glad I saw it, but uh, well, I wouldn't not first, recommend it. The first time I ever watched this film, I did not know that it was Billy the Kid. I just thought I was seeing somebody's story. You know? Yeah, you're and right. That's why when you texted me, Billy the Kid, I was like, hmm, it's in the description, I guess. Let's see, is it? I, I'm Realistic, pretty... unsensationalized portrait of the early years of the most famous outlaw in history, Billy the Kid. You're right, Mike. Yeah. All right. I thought you were going to say Ed Koch. Well, that has been Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegel Ooh. and Carl. Excuse me. I've been drinking coffee all during this thing. We're going to be back. So, again, mutinyradio.fm, great place to check out all the shows, live comedy on Friday and Mondays. And if you're in the area, you can come by, sign up. Carl is at carlsucks.com. We wish Carl the best of luck in all the co upcoming com comedy best competitions he's got. Best oh, yeah. I'm going to mop the floor. It's a, the, most, the best New Jersey comic held in New York. They're fucking New Yorkers are fucking patronizing little shits. They're just That's doing right. that. They're like, come on, dance Jersey boy. Yeah, That's right. Bring it. Yeah. They're just selling tickets. Fair enough. Well, we wish you the best, and because you are the best New Jersey comic, you keep bringing on these other comics, but we—they all know. You can see it in their eyes. They—they're lucky that you called them. We're going to be back next week. Comic. I'm the best open micer. I'm king of the open micer. You know, at this point in my life, I would take it absolutely. That sounds <laughs> great. Uh, all right, well, king of the of open micers. Uh, open micer. Mayor of Munchkinland. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. Uh, King of the Hill. King, King of the, the Hill. Nerds. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Well, we will be back next week, so we would love for you to make sure you have a 
preferable way of li- watching or listening to us, whether it's on mutinyradio.fm, Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, audio podcast that drops every Sunday night, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and don't forget our video YouTube. podcast YouTube. on the YouTube. Yes. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yes. Yes. YouTube. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Donate YouTube. to Mutiny what? and watch us on YouTube. There you have it. All right, great show's coming up. Bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Hi, this is Carl. I'm Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and weighs champagne tickles my nose. And, uh, I love to peek outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's yes. watch, watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Yeah, we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to listen to our show and watch the movie on YouTube at the same time. You're probably streaming this on mutinyradio.fm where we stream first. We're streaming right now, every Sunday at 2 p.m. PST time. EST is 5 p.m. Turn to mutinyradio.fm, type it into a browser. Subscribe to the channel somehow on your little podcaster app. And check us out. We're on Sunday. We follow Found Round Sound with Scutto. 
fantastic show, a lot of crazy music, yeah. other great shows after us. Make a habit of it. They do live shows. Check out muniradio.fm. Right there, there's a donation button. Donate some money to the station. We're also a podcast by our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and we're available as a video podcast right here, right now on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie we're watching this week? Today, we will watch The Park Is Mine, 1985. The Park Is Mine, 1985. The channel we wow. like is ret- the Retro Forge. Now, there's two. Neither of them have ads, but choose Great. the Retro Forge so you're in sync with us. Okay. Okay. So we this movie is out there, but Retro Forge is the channel that is hosting the movie version we're going to be watching right now. So go ahead, type in four magic words. The park is mine. What a great title. What a great title. Four yeah, well, that's words what happens powerful. in the film. You'll see. Okay. I, I hope they use four-letter words in this because this is fucking fit. The park is mine. To the point. Type in the park is mine. 1970, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> and then it is hosted by Retro Ford. When you find the link, 1985. Oh, 85. Excuse me. Ooh, cool. Pre Giuliani. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead <laughs> and watch this movie. So find the link, click it, hit pause, move it to zero zero zero. Carl, I want you to. Tutor Horn Early is our producer of the show. He wrote the theme song you heard. He's researched this movie. And not only that, he found a celebrity comedian out in the ether. And, uh, and he's going to... Ether? Ether. Oh. <laughs> That's what happens when I say a word out loud. Ether. And he has a celebrity comedian who's going to talk about themselves while you get yourself set up. But then they're going to do the celebrity comedian countdown. And when they say go, press go. And as always, I haven't heard it yet. Carl, take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Vincent Vitale. Welcome, Vincent. Thank you for having me, Carl. Now, you are a man on the go. You are always active. As a matter of fact, we had to take this call from the car. You've got your job. You've got your family. You've got your comedy. How do you juggle it all, my man? Well, you know, lots and lots of Xanax. (laughs) It's working. (laughs) Especially when I'm driving. (laughs) Now, extraordinaire, but another thing you are is a comedy professor. I'm specifically talking about your free spirit comedy school in which you're oftentimes teaching kids how to do comedy. Tell me how this thing got born how you're doing both adults and kids. Let me know about free spirit comedy. Well, kids are really impressionable, you know? So you can tell them that comedy is a, um, a profession that's worth pursuing <laughs> and that it, it can be taught and then they believe you. It's so um, I've uh, been doing that for about 10 years. I've had about uh, four st- <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had about uh, I've had about probably twenty some odd students at this point. Uh huh. But I didn't start really ramping up the uh, classes until about two years ago. And actually, believe it or not, it was when I branched out to um, inviting adults to uh, learn comedy that I actually had a much bigger response. And I was kind of surprised by that because I thought kids would be more interested in 
learning uh, stand-up comedy, but it actually turns out the adults are the ones that um, that need some uh, need some learning. So, uh, funny, I got an email actually right before we got on this call. Two of my former students inquiring about improv classes locally. Uh, uh-huh. That's not something I I teach, but um, if there are any improv instructors. In the Morris County, Sussex County area, I'd be interested in in uh, connecting with you because um, I have I have uh, I have students who are interested in acquiring developing these skills and not having to travel to New York to get them from yeah. one of the uh, improv schools that might have uh, folded at this point anyway. I know UCB doesn't exist anymore. And uh, I don't know what's going on with the pit, but, uh, you know, there's people that know these things that, that live live in New Jersey, believe it or not. Yeah. Now, I also wanted to ask you, uh, you are often hosting at Crystal Springs Cabaret, right? That's a big deal. Let me know about this. This is in Crystal Springs. What is, it's in Vernon, New Jersey? Technically, it's Hamburg, but close uh-huh. enough. Um, so that's a show that's been ongoing for, I think, since of October of, um, what is it, 2023 now? So October yeah. 2021. No, that's probably when I started. Oh, man. Well, was it pandemic times when you started? Let me think for a second. They, they started that show actually in 2020. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, but I've been uh, emceeing uh, pretty regularly on it for almost uh, two years now. But generally, we take a hiatus in the summers um, because, you know, there's a lot of things going on outside. And uh, if you know Crystal Springs Resort, it's I think it's like the probably one of the biggest um, attractions for people looking for a weekend getaway outside of uh, New York City, and they have all types of things going on there. You know, like uh, I don't know, pools and and uh, axe throwing and uh, <laughs> yes. goat goat yoga. So, yes. So no. it's hard to compete with that in July when you know, people want to be. Uh, swimming now what's crazy to me is the comedians that come out to crystal springs are often from long island it's so far away how is it that that keeps happening i mean some booker there's making that happen and and people are and the long island comics come well i was gonna say if you build it they will come but if if you pay a comedian they will come too (laughs) Mm -hmm. so uh yeah, that's just by nature of the, um, you know, the, the producer on the show happens to be a Long Island comedian, and so naturally her network, though it's very large, uh, many of the comics uh, she, she books are local to her region, and uh, let's face it, I mean, Long Island comics, are, I, let's call them Strong Island comics, because um, yeah. so many of them work the New York circuit, so they're going to be really, really talented and uh, i happen to get get on the show actually through a musician it wasn't through a comedian um but l- thankfully the the producer 
the comedy producer likes me enough to keep me on it. So yeah, <laughs> I, I suppose I'm doing a good enough job in that case. Yeah. I'm looking to get booked. I don't think it's up to you, but <laughs> no, if it was yeah. up to me, I would book you tomorrow, Carl. I know and, you often you wouldn't do. be on until October because we're on a hiatus <laughs> until then. Wow. That's a long break. Okay. Cause I would think September would be when you, okay. Well, anyway, you got it going on. It's always going on. Now, how can people reach out to you? You, uh, you're talking about if they have an improv class, you want to know about that. Maybe somebody wants to take a class at Free Spirit Comedy. I mean, how can they get to you out there? Do you have a website? And also, what are you doing on social media? How, pe how can people find out what's going on with you? Besides well, Free Spirit's Spirit. very straightforward. Everything's just Free Spirit Comedy, you know, at gmail.com, Free Spirit comedy.com um, you look us up on uh, YouTube we got some of the students on there that have performed um, I, I'm actually probably going to get another class going in the fall again but I am currently working with a few students privately uh -huh. uh, that's just where I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and uh, you know helping them prep for shows they might have coming up and um, you know You've done my shows through the, 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 the class, so obviously you can vouch for how great the audiences usually are. So yeah, they whether are. you're um, you know, you're somebody that's done comedy before and just looking to refine your material or somebody looking to get on stage the first time ever, uh, I assure you if we work together, I'll, I'll I, I take a lot of pride in um, I mean, well, let's face it. If you're going up there, it's a testament to <laughs> the work I did with you. If you have a bad set, so I'm going to make sure you're good. <laughs> yeah. So. Freespiritcomedy.com, freespiritcomedy at gmail.com, and on YouTube as well. Okay, now, Vincent Vitali. Everybody at home is pressed, is poised to press play on this movie at the same time as we do in here in the studio. So everybody at home has got to press play, same time. So why don't you go ahead, Vincent Vitali, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves for the movie experience of a lifetime. And here we go. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, celebrity comedian, for that celebrity comedian countdown. It was awesome sauce. I look forward to listening to it. <laughs> we are 20th Century Fox. I think yeah. the fox is dead by now. Yeah, it should be. No yeah. fox in 100. All right, right to the action. What? Yeah, what is this? There's some emergency or something? Where are we headed? A, is that a police squad? Police squad in color. The park is mine. Oh, Helen Shaver, super girl. Right. Yafit Koto. Yeah. Okay. And then Who's the that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see if I can. Dvorsky. Dvorsky. What's her uh, little name? Right. Years ago, he was married ski. Okay. So yeah. we are on our way to a jumper. Okay. That's where we're going. That's a tacky name. He's a human being. You should call him <laughs> Priest Ladder. Show <laughs> some respect. Screenplay by. Based on the book by. Well, it is based on. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're just reading the credits. 
No, but did you read who the screenplay was? No, tell me. I, I, I glanced over it. Okay. It says the screenplay's by Lyle Gorch, but it turns out that Lyle Gorch is this character in The Wild Bunch. The, the oh, writer the of this was like, fuck this, but he didn't do Alan Sm Smithy. He said, I'm Lyle Gorch. The Wild Bunch. Okay, that's the Western. I was thinking The Wild One, where Marlon Brando right. was a motorcyclist. Right. I guess so I when I first started when I first researched this. Now look. Oh, it, yeah. Are they going to be able to talk him down, Mike? The jumper? I hope. Yes, my money's on yes. I bet a hundred dollars. Yes, they he jumped jump. him right down. Is that slow motion? The best way to talk down a jumper is to go jump, because he'll come down. Oh yeah, that's a great way to get him. I think we should rephrase our our words. I'm gonna. <laughs> Talk down that jumper. Uh, <laughs> can you Was not it in slow talk down? Motion? <clears throat> hey, jumper! Jumper! Okay. Now we have the funeral of the jumper. Wow, what a bummer. This movie's now, a bummer, Carl. That's right, it is, and it will continue. Now, you see them in wheelchairs. Why are they in wheelchairs? Uh, they got a basketball game, murder ball game after this? Correct. It, they're oh, Vietnam they... vets, and so is Tommy Lee Jones. Look at him. Yeah. He's such, he's such a strange actor. You know, like celebrities, you figure they're they're unapproachable or that they have a certain routine at this point. Uh -huh. I guess in, in 1985, he wasn't like that. Well, it was the fugitive that made him – look – this guy's been in movies forever before The Fugitive. Yeah. You know, he was, people knew his name, they knew his look, but it wasn't until The uh, Fugitive that he, you know, until he was really took his place among movie stars. Yeah, you're right. He went to Harvard University. Ooh. Okay, well, so. I went to I think he go to hell. <laughs> he was a good friend. Of the guy, but he didn't even go to the funeral. He stood off on the sidelines. He was all weird and, you know, like uh, post-traumatic stress from Nam. There's his alcohol. But look, he's at his flop house, and he's got a letter. Right. Flop here. Yeah. Now, The Fugitive was 93, and this is 85. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. Okay, let's hear the letter. Hear from me, Mitch? I'm dead. If you read this, I'm dead. I'm screwed up again. It was the jumper. Don't feel bad about it, man. I, That's his voice. He's trying to make a... Now, the music was done by Tangerine Dream. And I everyone know. said, great they are. But I got to tell you, this is just regular soundtrack music. It's a rarity. It's, it's like having uh, Robert Fripp do your soundtrack. No, they just soundtrack. Use the key. And this happens to be one of them. How weird. Oh. So I learned I learned how to attend funerals from the John Wick movies. You stand at a tree near the near the burial, but you mm -hmm. just so the rain hits you, but not in view. <laughs> you learned that from this movie. There was no rain. Yeah, you you show up but you don't actually walk and show yourself. You have to stand like a couple feet behind. Now look, he wow. directs you to this little how you know storage space that's full of explosives yeah, all vietnam era kind of 
How did you get it back in the States? I'm sure the stuff was purchased in this. I don't know the answer. Look, I love Central Park. It's a map. Of Central Park? Yes, where our era, our jumper has laid mines everywhere and has stashed munitions and has got all sorts of booby traps and... So he's telling Tommy Lee from the grave, listen, I booby-trapped Central Park. Here's how to right. take... You want that park? That park is yours? That That's park right. is yours. That's right, exactly. And he now, does it. Clearly we're in Manhattan, right? But... Y uh, yes? This is one of those, let's shoot in Canada, it's cheaper. Look at that famous hotel in every movie. Every right, movie. yeah, that corner. Like a roundabout by it. So, of course, here we are in 59th Street, the, the bottom of Central Park. It's start, and that's where he'll enter. Carl, I should mention before this movie kicks off, because we broadcast from San Francisco, I have to say by law, Golden Gate Park is bigger than Central Park. Okay, let's resume. Okay, so now we have the more prestigious Central Park from the more famous city of Manhattan, okay? I'm going to kill you. And in this, <laughs> look, there's Stuart Little. You see the sailboat? You can Yes, there's Stuart. I thought that was Spreckles Lake and Golden Gate Park, but I was wrong. Now, it's a little unclear why we're taking the park. It's like to sh shed light on veterans' issues but he doesn't really make it about that. He makes it about all the people who are unheard and underrepresented in the city. Like, it's not clear what his message is. We have to help the homeless. That's why I, my friend buried landmines yeah. throughout the park. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look at this. It's so cheap to shoot in the park. Now, that was shot in Toronto, what we just saw. And this is shot in Toronto. This was a theatrically released movie? No. This movie was all about HBO. It was the very first... I mean, HBO would have a... They would premiere a film once a month. They would have their premiere film of the month. This was the first time that HBO made it on their own or, or hired it done. Right. This was created for HBO. Interesting. They said, we could get high off our own supply. We don't need... That's right. We don't have to sit in the corner and go, give us content. We need a movie to air four times a day. We'll make our own. We'll make our own. So now look how his face is all shocked. But he's seen this over and over that this guy stashed weapons for him. So I'm not sure yeah. why we're getting this reaction now. There's like a bed of money underneath the gun. No. Wasn't there like, there's no cat loose cash? Maybe I'm seeing no. things. No. No. Oh, look at this. Not Golden Gate Park. Now look, this is clearly Central Park. Like anytime you see something that's an obvious landmine, like the castle, like Fifth right. Avenue, but everything else was shot in Toronto. They came here and did like three days of Tommy Lee Jones walking around. You said National Landmine. It's a landmark. Oh, did I? Yeah, I think you have okay. landmines. Right now, he's finding one of the National Landmines. <laughs> My favorite magazine, National Landmines. Class reunion. Yeah. 
Oh, there's a class reunion in this. Uh, one of the people is a... I'll get to it later. Okay. He's so young. He has barely any pockmarks on his face, Tommy Lee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, come on. He has that grizzled look. Right? Yes, he does. But wait to see those things blow off. He'll, he's going to go acquire a few. Uh... So, obviously, we in Central Park. Yeah. I guess I've said it too many times now. But right now, look at this scene. It's got to be Toronto. Different foliage. No one's reporting dog walkers. Oh, this here's the lazy ass cops. Be, this doesn't look like the 72nd Street throughway to me. This could be no. Toronto also. Also, that cop car looks like it's it's fresh out of Gone in 60 Seconds or something. No, no. It is that, that a real is cop New York car? City. Yes, yes. All right. Now you will see some of that. Like for instance, there'll be a helicopter later, and it's clearly Canadian. Um, there'll be other things like that. So these are cops, not park rangers. These are cops who are just like, "What are you doing there in the bushes, looking all creepy? You doing drugs?" No, oh, no, no, I'm a Vietnam vet. I'm, I'm gonna take over the park. Oh, Here's very well. Carry Here's... on, sir. Carry yeah. on. Do you have any papers? Just this map where I marked the landmines. <laughs> Okay, carry on. Now, what we're seeing here is more degradation, right? Like, he won't even listen to him. You get out of the park, you know? Just another way for the director and writer to show us that... The man is pressing him down. Right. Get out of the park. Okay. All right. I have your word. You're going to get out. Look at that little dirt path. I love that. That's just from so wear and tear. That's so the joggers and the bicyclists can run over pedestrians. Oh, now, now we're in a gritty city. Right. Now, I think I don't agree with the internet. So much of this is in New York City, you know? I mean, I know this it was. Is... No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say just enough to, to, to create the atmosphere. I mean, they have this great shot here, but then I'm sure it's Toronto or, you know. Is this New York or, or Canada? I guess it's New York because I was in Toronto and I got to tell you, it doesn't look as it was much. I was just there end of last year and it's a big city, but it just doesn't feel like New York. The streets are wide and broad. There's not a lot. of. Okay. Now we're meeting the ex-wife or soon to be ex-wife kind of thing. And it's sort of like you're behind in your payments. Now that you have a steady job, oh, you quit that job? You're a loser. It's one of those. Now, this is a famous woman in Canada. Her name is Gail Garnett. Garnett. And yeah, I saw that. So AM radio listeners know her for her 1964 Grammy Award winning folk song, Will Sing in the Sunshine. She's got a list here of... She made it to number four on the pop charts in the States once. She's got a list of, like, early, you know, 1960s hits. And then she goes on to be in movies like The Pink Panther and My Big Fat Greek Wedding and wow. Kojak and Bonanza. You know, she, she, she went on to have a, a small career as an actress. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know her as an artist. I don't recognize Me her. Well, first of all, it's the 60s, and second of all, it's folk music, so we might have missed it. Yeah, might have missed it. 
Now, I love how this conversation is going on like forever while with a chain lock. Yeah, because it's just saying it's more of the ways he's. Like you'd have a little bit more respect. Things could have been different. Plenty of pock marks. I'm getting sick. I know they're young. They're haven't really kind of nestled in yet. Right. Look, you can see you, like it's live, but it's not really. Do something about no. it. Okay, so you're not buying the fuller brushes then. All right, I'll try the store. Now you can see why we didn't bother to go into it. You know what it was. You know, how's my kid? Oh, look, look, New York Yankees in Toronto. <laughs> Man, these Yankee fans are cray-cray. Now we're I'm ready to go. Like we like, you like your team. You can put the gun down. Now, his gun is a Soviet-made AK-47. It will be throughout the film uh, until he does this, like, belt-fed machine gun. And okay. that's an MG-42. It's a World War II German. Would you take over the Central Park? Was that, like, For an what? idea of yours? No. For what? Just own it. Outright agency. This is my turf. I declare it Mike Spiegel in land. <laughs> Obviously Manhattan, right? Yeah. The classic park look. Well, I mean, it's everybody knows Fifth Avenue strolling down there and those that wall and everything. Sure, I wrote a song about it. Strolling down Fifth Avenue. Oh, I remember that. Putting that was on the my list? high school prom song. Taco? The taco version? I guess. Okay. Police barracks in the park, okay? It's a known thing, just like we know about the boathouse, just like we know about the castle, just like we know about Tavern on the Green. That's right. So, <clears throat> that, no. Here's just some innocent couple, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? The park's dangerous. What are you doing in here? <laughs> oh, I just, just walked, going through to the west side. through. There are thugs and muggers and priests in this park at night. <laughs> he's got the gun. <laughs> he's oh, got the gun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now there's dangerous people. Yes, sir. Okay, he's don't from, be a hero. Uh, he's from Boise, Idaho, and he didn't know is what the script tells us. Oh. Uh, now, this guy uh, who wrote the script really named Larry Brothers, he wrote An Innocent Man. He wrote sure. Kojak in 2005 for Texas, but he did an uncredited rewrite on American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, which we saw. Yes, and I mentioned it at the time. Okay, here's the first call. I have a message for New York City. I have taken As the park. Right now, Central Park is mine. This park is mine. Who is this? Yeah, I don't believe you. We got a lot of crank calls, buddy. Around the 86. Yes, we get this now. all the first time. We'll blow up the yard. Yeah, yeah. How many times? You're the sixth body of the... Right, and you can take over the Chrysler building next. Okay. Okay. You call again soon sometime. So he's going to call later, and he's going to go, Do I have your attention? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> so, is he going to report this? Yes. So what they're saying is, he's saying, I'm going to, like, blow up the exterior of the police station. 
and everybody's got to get out. Okay, now we have Helen Shaver and a, another person. And they're basically TV reporters. It's kind of freelance. They listen to the Citizens Band. They go take footage and sell it. You know, we've seen this in Nightcrawler. Night Stalker. Night, Night Stalker. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. It's fucked up. They're calling the bomb squad to their own police station. This must be interesting. They're going to head over there. Their citizen band? Yeah, it's a good Ted Four, Smokey. There's a Smokey on your trail. Okay, it's 1985. You don't have to talk this way. Not so much today. I think not at all today. But it used to be that my sister-in-law was a stay-at-home mom, and she would listen to the citizens, the, to the police channel the scanner all day long she just have it in the background in the kitchen if there was a fire if there was a uh, a traffic accident with fatalities like people would call her because she knew what was up wow that's crazy crazy yeah, okay so I... he's setting off the he's setting off the bombs and he's real happy about it he's like giggling <laughs> these bombs they fell into his lap, right? Like, he didn't purchase them. His jumper no. friend just said, hey, here they that's, are. That's right. You see, his friend had cancer, and he didn't have time to execute his plan. And the best thing he, you know, the best thing he could come up with was his good buddy from Nam, who made it out with him. He's the only other person who'd understand why I want to do this. And he does understand almost immediately. Yep. Yeah. Going through the same thing the guy's going through. There were a lot like of people a... in the city. Carl, do you think they missed an act? I feel like we're already in act two. Nope. Okay. Well, <clears throat> we see a guy jump. Then we see a funeral. Then he gets a letter. Then he finds the ammunition's dump and stuff. Then he goes to Central right. Park, checks it out. He gets humiliated and kicked out. So now he's like, fuck it, I'm executing this plan. So now he's called in to them saying, I'm blowing up the station. You got 15 minutes to get everybody out of the park. And that's where we are right now. Now, you saw the television crew just snuck into the park. Yep. Now, Carl, this is what you would call a good movie because 25 minutes into the film, we got exactly what's on the poster. Yes, that's one thing about it that makes it a good film. But they have a horrible ending. And that's really? any groundwork you've laid. Yes. Okay. Maybe not spoil it just yet, but I'm excited to know it it, it fails. <laughs> you won't be for long. Now these are just fireworks, just made to make a big boom, a big splash, and get people, you know, keep them being scared. Ooh. Ah. So, so that's <laughs> that's why he can um turn it on, you know, blow it, blow it up when everybody's around because it's really not going to kill anybody. He doesn't kill, he, two, only two people die. And okay. this whole thing. Does he die at the end? Nope. That would have been the right the, ending. Are you including the jumper? No, I was not. There is a third person who dies and it's the jumper. Yes. Okay. Just some respect, Carl. Guy fought in Vietnam War just to set up bombs in, in Central Park and then jumping off the uh, building. The internet does say three people die. Despite the violence depicted in this movie, only three people actually die. 
two by gunfire and one by suicide. I think part of it is that, like, when you have cops, movies used to kill all the cops in a room, and now they, they go out of their way to make sure that they, they're not casualties. Possible. Even though you see a cop car flip yeah, and flip and flip. Right. Yes, sir, you certainly did. Did I get your attention? You certainly did. You got everyone's attention. Now, yeah, yes, here we sir. go. I know all of these telephone calls are taped, but here's what I want. I want everybody to stay Look, out the drug of the park 72 hours. The drug juice. I have set explosive movie traps all Here's what I want. I get top billing over Robert Downey Jr. Let's <laughs> not have any stupid mistakes, okay? I want a sequel without Daddy Jr. called U.S. Marshals. Am I clear? All he wants is everyone out of the park for three days, 72 hours, until it is Veterans Day. Wow. Good luck with that. Okay. Now, look, here comes Yafet. Yafet. Now, look, no hat. No hat. See? No hat. See that? No hat. Obviously, we're going to shoot his vest. Hat! Wait. How you doing there, Commissioner? This is a high-ranking, inconsequential, inconsequential actor. Hello, actor. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'm more obsessed by their, their state-of-the-art surveillance fan. Now, Yafet Koto, what's your favorite film of his? Across 110th Street. Great choice. Great choice. I would have expected you to say Alien or Midnight Run. Oh, he was fantastic. Midnight Run. Okay. Yeah, he was great in Midnight Run. He really was. And he was he was the bad guy in a James Bond film, Live and Let yes. Die. He was in Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. There was um, a band called Yafet Kodo. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, here's the deputy mayor because the real mayor is out of the country. The guy who wrote the book goes much deeper into all these characters than we do. We're seeing an action film. Now, Yafet, uh, no, his name is yeah. Eubanks in this. He's turned off right away. He says, oh, no, the mayor's here, the deputy mayor. That means this is all going to be politicized. We're not just getting people out. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but because it's New York City is such a character and the mayors have always been mm -hmm. outsized personalities that the world knows, do you think yeah. the book or the movie kind <clears> of <throat> plays with the mayor? Like, I guess it was Koch at the time. In, or in 85, it was... 85 was Koch because Dinkins was not yet there. Right. 85 was definitely Mayor Koch, New York. So usually when they have a New York mayor in the 80s, it's some guy just emulating Koch. Right, that will not happen here. He's a deputy okay. mayor. And also, the book was written ahead of this. Um, the book was 1981. So, oh, gosh, I think that was Koch. Mayor Beam, Mayor Lindsay, Mayor LaGuardia. LaGuardia. I, I forget when Koch came into office, but probably this is Ed Koch, New York. Okay, how exciting. Okay, so they decided not to respect the guy's wishes to stay out of the park for 72 hours because nobody owns this town. So they're going to go in. They don't think it's one guy. They think it's like a militia, you know? Which makes sense considering the firepower and the explosives they have. And it's right. a park. Yeah. 
Now, Koto was versed in Hebrew liturgy. He basically read Hebrew and he knew all the scriptures. Wow, that's good. Incorporated Jewish prayers at turning points throughout his life. His father instilled Judaism in him. He supported Donald Trump in 2016, 2020. He expressed support for Black Lives Matter in QAnon. He was living in Ontario, Canada, and he died at 81 in the Philippines. Interesting. Manila, Philippines, and I couldn't find out why. His wife announced the death on Facebook. Interesting guy. Yeah, he really yeah. was. Now, he wasn't the biggest movie star, and he didn't do the biggest movies. But what he did, not even what little he did, he was out there, was of quality. He he, um, he was good in Alien. He was good in uh, back, uh, Cross on 10th Street. He was, he was good. I don't think he had a clunker. No, I mean he was he was kind of the you see him on screen and you kind of sigh a, a relief that at least this movie has him, you know. Yeah. Like he he's definitely one of those actors who elevates the film. When you see him, you go, "Okay, good." I don't know about voting for Trump, but it's neither here nor there at this point. <laughs> thanks, thanks for bringing up he's a Trump supporter. Way to warp my uh I think the internet me. brought that up. The internet brought that up. Oh, the internet brought up Donald Trump, really? If you're going to discuss an actor and there's something interesting, oh, of course, to talk of course. About, I knew that you would want to know. No, I do because there's this canard that celebrities are always liberal. When it comes to politics, they always push, and then but there's some heroes, there's some right wing heroes who are exe uh, exceptions. It's like no, not exceptions; they're just Americans constantly using the First Amendment. You know, not all of them are one stripe, so. Mm -hmm. I never liked that that argument. Like, ugh. So, are they going to get hot dogs at least in the park? No, I'm trying to think of them. that's right. Yeah. No, he made all. See, if it, if I took over the park, I would want the vendor still there with the big pretzels and stuff. I just want the city to pay for it. I want to have a hot city. dog. I want to have a pretzel. I want roasted chestnuts. Okay, yeah. but here's what I don't want. <laughs> I watched. Uh, no, I want. I also want fruit. I want a fruit stand, a little, little chili powder, and a yeah, lime. Papaya. They could stay. papaya, they could say. You know what? Fuck it. Dipping dots, they could stay. I I uh, want tavern on the green, but I want a a, a skeleton crew. Just one waiter, one major. <laughs> you don't need. You know what? You don't need to seat me. There's only one table. Look, no I just want deal. something. Just one simple bar mitzvah, a tavern on the green. Not two. Not you know. Not big deal is tavern the green still exists i don't think so i think i think that i guess google will tell us okay, the so last i heard it closed but someone was trying to reopen it oh well that it, it's a new york institution i guess tavern on the green well in this not like it's a great place but i mean it's always been there yeah tavern it's always been there. on the green Closes 10 p.m. Fourth of July might affect these hours. I guess yes, it's still around. Wow. 67th Street and Central Park. Okay, this is way too big an explosion, and you're going to find that this is all Canada. You're right about that, Carl. There was a tree next to that van, and the explosion like dwarfed the tree. Right. Ridiculous. 
They're blowing shit up in Canada. <laughs> oh, they got shot up. Pew, pew. They just shot up our van. They think it's multiple people. Let us all get out of the van before it explodes so that we are not casualties. Okay, officer. Wow, look well, at basically fucking that's APO. what we're seeing. The first foray into the park in which it's not going to go well for the cops and they learn we're not just going in there willy-nilly anymore. Yeah, this guy might have explosives. HBO. They used to do like the Friday night movie. Like if you now had look HBO. At the track. No, Wolf it wasn't Mirror. the Friday night movie. It was their premiere. Oh, maybe we're talking about a different thing, but they would have one premiere movie. I was going to say, like, they would promote that every Friday we will show a new movie from theatrically released to yeah. an original. And more times than not, it was an original mm -hmm. movie that would uh, appear. Like full body massage. <laughs> you never. That's directed by Nicholas Rod. That had a. Uh... Look, he just fell right into the barbed wire. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Duh, 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 duh. So, like, Yafet is, okay, his name is Eubanks, okay? Eubanks okay, is, Eubanks. like, not embarrassed, but he's getting defeated. Let's hear him for just one second. He's panicked. Sure. Cease fire before you kill each other. Cease fire. <laughs> I've never seen so much action in Central Park. Get on his bicycle. Trink, 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 trink. Helen Shaver shows up. Now, we saw her in Highballing. In this oh, film. the trucker movie. Right. Now, her Jerry big thing Reed. was the Amityville horror, but we saw her on our show on, yeah. Eyeballing. I would say Supergirl was probably what I always associate her with. Oh, she was in Supergirl? Did I miss well, that? I think so. In the 80s, there was one, I think Faye Dunaway was in it, and I believe Helen Shaver was Supergirl. Wow. Can't believe I missed that. Um, Amityville Horror, The Color of Money, uh, Tremors 2, Highballing. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person, wrong Supergirl. Let's see here. Helen Shaver, Supergirl. Listen to this, Mike. I ain't moving. Fuck that. We can't stay here till they find us. I'm telling you, they're just waiting for us to jump us out. Then they're going to pick our asses off. Come on, man. 72nd Street and South Street. Listen to this. Shit, man. I used to sell reaper there, man. I don't know. <laughs> I used to oh, sell reaper. <laughs> He's the cop. Um, Helen Shaver. Helen Shaver. Present. Helen uh, Shaver. Wait, yes, wait. please. Fan casting Helen Shaver's Alex Danvers in Supergirl 1984 reboot film. Helen Shaver was suggested to play... Alex Danvers? Who's that? I, I don't know. Now, there she did is we see... Remember we saw Jimmy Olsen? Did you and I see Supergirl? A Superman movie? No, there was a Supergirl movie, and I 
and 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 Jimmy Olsen was in it. Did I see that with you? This is clearly Central Park. Right. Oh, there's that stupid, whatever it's called. It's not stupid. <laughs> What's stupid about it? It's a castle. What's it called? The cloister. No, the cloisters is as you head north in Manhattan, you get up. Uh, it's like a monastery kind of place. Wow, look at that this golf course. Tourist attraction. It's all sand traps. <laughs> look, he's so happy. Yee, the park is mine. Yeah. Copyright. Gosh, Toronto. Park. So he was in Gosh. New York, and now he's in Toronto. <laughs> There's like a Greyhound bus waiting for him at Central Park. Takes him right up there. Now, Helen Shaver was a Canadian actress. And just like highballing was shot in Canada, you know, we keep on bumping into this. As a matter of fact, the director of this movie did Mazes and Monsters. Which we saw, which was yeah. another New York City shot in Toronto film. Yeah, so I said to myself, oh, great, I don't have to research the director. I already did it for Mazes and Monsters. And I go back and I don't find a, a file because I was like, oh, that was a switcheroo. Did I do? Oh. Well, I could look for my notes right now. I looked them up. Uh, it's not, the bulk of Stern's output was in the field of made-for-TV movies in the U.S. and Canada. Began his career in advertising, writing, directing, radio, TV commercials. Moved to Los Angeles in the 60s. He wrote for the ABC variety show, The Hollywood Place. The only mm -hmm. interesting thing I could pull out was, was Mazes and Monsters with Tom Hanks. You know, I, I I vaguely remember he cranked out a bunch of uh, he was he was a director for a lot of TV movies and and it recycled yes. a lot of the actors, like some of the actors from Mazes and Monsters pop up in some of his other films, especially the the famous Canadian actor that was in there, the the woman, better name. Right and yeah, right. Uh, the one that was in. You got it. Brain. What was it called? Brain Skullduggery. Skullduggery, right. Um, and then we saw the Skullduggery star in uh, Ghost on a Train. What was it? No, Halloween on a Train. Terror Train. Terror Train, yeah. Jamie Lee. I love these little, like, cop, you know, like Times Square had them, has them, the little cop stations like that. Mm-hmm. They look like school, like temporary classrooms, but they're actually cop shops. Well, yeah, it's more like at a construction site. You'd see a trailer turn into an office. No. The, the deputy mayor says, look, not, he's not doing anything outside of the park. Let's just let the traffic flow. So they do. Oh, that's wrong. Don't oh. not put... First, can I help you? Yes. I am the individual who controls the park. The park is mine! Going to make a statement. 1986. So basically, he's going to make an announcement, and I'll let you hear it. And it's really unclear why he's doing this. It so really is he traffic-free Sunday? Attention, Central Park. There'll be no traffic. Traffic-free Sundays is now in effect. Also, roller skating is now banned. Well, you can no blades, right? You can roller skate, like in the when I was a kid. There's the boathouse, very famous. Sure, 
Not as good as the one in Golden Gate Park, but enough about me. Golden oh. Gate Park is very famous for uh, Star Trek Four, but that's about that's, it. That's it. Now we've seen Central Park in a lot of movies we've watched throughout the years. The one that stands out for me, of course, is Shaft in Africa, yeah. where he parks his car in Central Park, walks to a tree, and comes back only to see his hubcaps being rolled. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and oftentimes, when Central Park's in a movie, I'm the one going, "That's ridiculous." First, they're downtown. Two seconds. Okay, <laughs> let's hear his speech. Okay. My name is not important. It's a guy. Stupid name. His name is Mitch Arnett. Don't mean because I'm a vet. I mean because my whole life has been directed by other people. I guess I let them. A lot of people like me in this city. Don't feel any control. Yeah, like me. A few weeks ago, I got fed up. Uh-huh. Hold a job. Yeah, can you see Canada in his glasses? <laughs> I see the Canadian flag and his maple syrup. Oh, Bob and Doug McKenzie are their reflection? This is not New York City. Look at that Walkman on his ears. And then a friend of mine killed himself. He was a vet. Good American, all those things. Loved cats and dogs. Or it was like he didn't exist. It was like he was made out of glass, and they just looked right through him, and that boy disappeared. Let's hook into Manhattan North's computers and start running this town. Computer? That's going to cost us money. I am staying in this park until 9 o'clock Wednesday night. That is wow. Veterans Day. All I want is all of you to think about what is going on in your lives and in this city. Pretty good. About how you are treated and how you treat other people. Perrier is like $2 a bottle. Can you believe that? I came well, not here in Canada. That's $2.35. Ordinary man can have the power. Right now, I matter. Right now, I make a difference. Hey, this work is mine! Say it already. God damn it, that's not the way you do things. You guys are so wise. No, he's not. Not by long shot. So, I don't understand, Carl. I know he was down and out, but it wasn't until his friend gave him a note saying, I right. did all the hard work for you. Right. And now he suddenly sounds like he's sick and tired and he's schemed this whole thing. It was handed to him. Yes, but he's not. Well, what would you suggest he, his take be? Now the, the world's looking at him as if he's the guy. What do you think? I would I mean... go to the cops. I would say, my friend, he's a Vietnam vet. He was a troubled individual. He wants to blow up the park. I can't do this for him. For respect of everyone who fought, please disassemble the park. Uh-huh. So you would have done the responsible thing. Yeah. Not as a Vietnam. Hey, look at the guy on the left. I know that face. Look at him. Who you is? Know that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got that distinct look. Yeah, who <laughs> is that? Now, I saw this movie a lot, man. Hey, Paul Reiser. Uh Denise Simpson, Reg Druger, Louis D. Bianco, Carlos Mont, um, Marvin Caron. Uh, I okay, Stuart Arnott. No, that's probably not him. Um, Jay Thomas. Jay Thomas. Ding 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 ding. Happy him. That's Jay Thomas. 
You know Jay Thomas from Mork and Mindy? I know that face, that's for sure. Yeah. Mork and Mindy, they had a New York deli open up. He ran the New York deli in, in Denver, Colorado. It's him. It's him. Good call. Good catch. Yeah, but not quick enough, right? I don't Jay know. Thomas is a deep dive, man. I know he's in our collective unconscious, but to connect the face and then figure out the name, that's good. I guess here he is on Cheers. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, I guess he was a Cheers. Uh, he's uh, a famous comedian, radio personality who's who acts. So, you know, he gets around. I guess in 1985, he was, it was a little early in his career if he's a, you know, well, he was credited, but he was, okay, he's talking to the mayor, deputy mayor now. Hey. I have any problem, you call me on my phone. I'm the only one you need to deal with. Talk to the commissioner, see what he says. If I have anything positive for you, I'll call you with this blue book, okay? Right, and since I'm an idiot, I'm going to go for that. Here's what you do, big boy. <laughs> you want to talk to me? You Tell me, Lee. Emergency line. Every telephone booth in the park will ring. Crazy. Is that possible? Yes. Are there still pay phones, you think, in Central Park? I would doubt it. It's got to be a functional one. There's got to be functional pay phones out there, and maybe in central park but um you know those things just got old and forgotten about right well there's like if you go sometimes on the subway or like on the bart or on the metro here in los angeles uh -huh. i will see a working uh payphone in a platform working that's a blue phone central park 2022 23 friend oh i'm sorry i'm sorry oh my goodness oh my god time's <laughs> so applying that's I'm an old man is why. Yeah. The only living payphones in New York City, there there are four phone booths. And the upper really? list, uh, yeah, there are only four phone booths. Here's an That's... article. Where have all the payphones gone? You know, it's tough to survive without a payphone. I mean, I, I remember when the world of payphones, you'd always have change, you'd yeah, always you would know where to go to make calls because sometimes you wouldn't have a phone and you would have to actually rely on that. Now, Helen Shaver is saying like, come on, let's go into the park. We can get a exclusive. He's like, no way. I'm not doing that. And he's like, all right, well, you just have to help me get into the park. So that's what they're doing. They're so going to get by herself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ride that carousel at night. No one's going to stop me. Now, Mike, why wouldn't she be seen? You know that the cops should have the perimeter, right? You're, oh, absolutely. You got a full city, and you got some maniac who put a bunch of bombs in the park. I would right. definitely have, yeah. The guy just wanders in. It's like during the uh, during the, the protests, you know, cops show up. I remember being in downtown Oakland during one of them. And everywhere were these cops, you know. They can show up. They're, they're there for it. Yeah. Oh, beautiful Central Park. Ah, beautiful Canadian berries. <laughs> I like Central Park. I've always had good experiences there. Now, she fell asleep, and he's like, 
Who the hell are you? What I mean? You're a reporter. No, no, really. See, this is my camera. Shut up. I, I... Shut up and let me think, for Christ's sake. You know, you've got to be crazy down here. Don't you know i got this whole part mined? Oh, he said it. Look out of one of these trees and cut your throat. Oh, he said mined because it's mine. Hey, is oh, that I, I, This park is mined? That makes a better title. I don't know what's better. This park is mine. Or this park is mine. Mined, 1985. <laughs> <laughs> the le least one is this park is mimes. Oh, terrible movie. Boy, that New York Yankees hat is very new. Bought today, you know? Yeah, totally. This is Canada. You see the rocks there? You see those in Central Park, and I'm sure that was done intentionally, but this is obviously Toronto. Is there a park, like a famous city park in Toronto? I have no Not idea. Not that I know. They probably just I, found some woods. There was the waterfront, and there was, um, there was the baseball, you know, where the uh, Toronto team plays. Okay, wait. Listen to this. It's funny. He goes, take off your clothes. Please don't do this. All right, we missed it. He goes, he goes, take off your clothes. And she goes, what? And he goes, get it naked. I was trying to give that to you. I got you. Why, so why does she have to get naked? To, to do or uh, rape, of course. Please don't hurt me. What, do you think I'm some kind of maniac? Lady. Yeah. I've got other things on my mind right now. I have a little bit of trouble relaxing. You want to know? <laughs> oh, phew. What he's doing is he's putting her into an outfit that'll kind of blend with the leaves, that kind of thing. He thought of everything. His friend thought of everything, girl. <laughs> His friend, right. And in case there's someone you, you need to... I, look, I planned it all out. Oh, my friend did. He gave it gave me all the notes. Obviously, New uh, York. New York. Ooh, look Tower. at those cranes on top of the building. Always yeah. building. Well, no, those are uh, TV uh, rabbit ears. Oh, that are really? Huh. So they could get their HBO. Every phone in the park is ringing. Every phone. Oh, in the park. even the cop ones and the. Well, no, that's. Those are the ones, the cop ones. Answer the fucking phone. I'm trying to sleep. I wonder if we can see the Dakota. Ooh, too soon, Carl. It's not too soon. That was 19. Was... That was before this movie. Yeah, six years before this movie. Yeah, not too soon. soon. We're referring to John Lennon's assassination outside the Dakota. He goes, hello, hello. What are you doing in here? <laughs> hello. I'm trying to get this number. I don't want you calling me here. What difference does that make? Are you crazy? Oh, that's his ex? So you know it yeah. me. Oh, well, so, so you shouldn't go broadcasting it all over the radio and TV. Got me on television? Oh, I heard you on television. New Yorker here. Mitch. Got the attitude. You can blow up the park and listen to me. Have you any idea how embarrassing? No, I'm sure this is Toronto. Also, she is definitely a canoe. You, huh? Always you, isn't it? All you ever think about, Rachel, is you. 
is Rachel calling from a cop shop that's uh, on the yes. second floor? Yes, with um, the deputy mayor. So maybe it's his yeah, office kind mother. of thing. That, that makes a little more sense. You have to understand all this. I've never seen a high-rise cop shop. Well, pot is legal now in New York, so you're going to see a lot of high-rises. <laughs> oh, they, they're following New Jersey's lead? Uh, you know, I guess maybe I don't. I think it is decriminalized in New York. I, I forget. I forget. I certainly know it's legal here. And nowadays, we have dispensaries. Right. Well, we didn't for a time. I just watched a movie called Clerks 3, which takes place in New Jersey, and there's a right. pot shop in there. Clerks 3 was definitely years and years and years ago. It just came out, like, last year. Am I thinking of Clerks 2? Yeah, that was years and years ago. Clerks 3. It'll be bad, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. 2022, dark comedy. All right. I wonder if I can stream it. I, I checked it out from the library. Full props. Of course you did. You're so great that way. Hulu premium subscription. Amazon Prime premium subscription. What about uh, Netflix DVD? Great choice, Michael. Great. Okay. So. He wakes up the next day, everything's cool. The He finds the lady, puts her in. Okay, essentially what's happening here is he can't get away on his motorcycle when he sees this chopper coming. But he doesn't want to kill anybody. So rather he disables the chopper rather than kills it. Oh, so he discreetly blows it up? He just shoots the right place in the tail so that the thing has no control and they've got to land. Oh, what an ass. <laughs> what an ass. Oh, I got it. If I shoot it, the, the helicopter at the exact spot, there'll be no right. casualties. I did right. it. And that's what happened. <laughs> what an ass. This is, it's a Canadian chopper. Uh, 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 Florida uh, wind you hate so much. No, this is Canadian wind. Up, up twist. You can tell it's a Canadian helicopter. A boot, a boot, a boot, a boot. <laughs> Sorry about the helicopter noise. We're Canadian. Listen, I want to say about Tangerine Dream again. There's nothing special about their music in this soundtrack. Uh, they, they, there's. Did you remember the movie The Deep? With Jacqueline Bisset wearing a, a wet T-shirt. Yes, I remember. It was right after Jaws, I remember. Well, you not really, but okay. Tangerine Dream. Boom! Look yeah, they're, they're famous. I think we did watch another movie where Tangerine Dream did the score. Uh, and I tried to make a big deal out of it, and I just couldn't. Okay, so... 16th soundtrack album released by Tangerine Dream and their 42nd released album overall. Recorded in 85, was not released until 91. For fans um, only, I'm sure. Completist. Right. Okay, here he's going to take down the chopper with the, with the bullet. Ping. Pow. Ping. Pow. Oh, yeah, I hear the music. 
Yeah, that's what reminded me to talk about it again. Now oh, he's going it. to get a special gun. It's a grenade launcher kind of thing. Then he goes, no, I'm not going to kill them. So the director writer, they're showing us that he was going to kill them, blow them out of the sky, and then he changed his mind. He's not going to kill them. And she's recording this. Yeah. So is there going to gain sympathy? They're going to show this on the news. He's all right. He's just a vet who's trying to get issues raised. Well, no, but they will. In he will interview, and they up oh, there it is. Ping. Ping, 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 ping. Shot him oh, with the Achilles boy. heel. Oh, is, yeah. Do you remember, like, uh, in Westerns where the good guy will shoot the bad guy and not and shoot the gun out of his hand? Right. Shoot him in the hand. So it's like this with a helicopter. Right. We got a bandit ship. Right. Now, this is completely ridiculous. He just shot the back. Right? So why is this thing going to blow up? Why? Wow. Look how large it is. I know. These explosions are big. <laughs> God damn it. What are you they doing? Back. No authorization. Sometimes the chain of command gets screwed up. You can understand that. Is he in a car I'm phone? Goddamn helicopter out of the sky. Next time I will. Look how mad he is. Get his car. word. It won't happen again. Look. I'm on my way to a meeting right now with the commissioner. I'm going to do everything in We're alcoholics. Don't tell anybody. We don't want anybody killed either. You better get your act together, big boy. Big boy. Good news. Mayor and I are going to a meeting. Bad news. It's AA. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Our little secret. That's my uh, deputy mayor voice. Carl. I'm the Very deputy good. mayor of New York City. The deputy mayor wasn't really a big deal in acting, but he was noted for being in Videodrome. He had a big part in that. I could see his face in that. And he had a minor part in Twins. Hmm. Um, he did a lot of... He's Canadian. He's got all these Canadian movies and Canadian TV shows. Like, you remember that Canadian TV series... Seeing things, hanging in, the littlest hobo, Adderley, Beverly Hills Bunts, Mom, Beverly Beyond, Hills Bunts. Street Legal. Street Legal. I've never heard of the littlest hobo. Well, you know, that was, uh, I'm a little older than you, so I must have, you know, when I was little growing up in Canada, we used to watch that. <laughs> now it's like, say your piece for the you kids. want the world to know about this? Get it on tape. They'll make sure it's seen. They'll get national coverage. Videotape? How does that work? Yeah, that's right. How come there's no film in your film camera? Well, it's videotape. What? What? I you never heard of that. It. It's funny. No, it's How do you sunny? upload it to the net? <laughs> the net's the net is on the perimeter of the park. It's so far from here. Oh. Toronto. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the New York Times. It's a bench, It's going to be the same thing. I'm broadcasting again. And I don't know why it's just some random person. Yeah. How come they're not smoking? 
86. Right. I'm sure this is Canada. Hello, New York Times. Yeah, crossword puzzle is really rough. What was the answer to 13, uh, 13 across? It was Asta, four letters. I hate her outfit, and it doesn't match her purse. Or the park. She could have dressed nicer. At least Wait, she's in that green, so she can't be seen. So why does she have that red? Yeah, you're right. It's her purse. He's so bossy with her. Well, he uh, he does have the explosives. Now, this doesn't make sense. She goes, say your piece for the camera, and then he says his piece for everyone. So it's not an exclusive. It doesn't make sense. I'm going to read some clippings I've been collecting. They're little short stories that were buried in the back pages of newspapers, things people did to each other. None of these people... Now, Carl, I, I hate to interrupt his speech right now, but there has been uh, situations where things have been taken over for political purposes, like Alcatraz. Uh -huh. Like the Olympics? Over. There was yeah. a, a Native American activist group that took over uh, the then-closed um, Alcatraz in the 70s and was there on the island for a couple years. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Try to think in New York if anything was taken over like this. No. I can't think of an incident. Okay. Not, uh, Basically, yeah. he's reading like horrific stories like um, this old man died. He froze in his apartment because they turned his heat off because he couldn't pay the bill. This uh, Down syndrome child was sound syndrome child was found in the basement. He had been chained there for you know since he was born because he was an embarrassment to the family. Stuff like this, like horrible things. This is where his message <coughs> loses focus. At first, Are they all vets. <coughs> no, they're not. So now he's going into just a shitty city. Yeah. And said they occasionally heard screaming. They didn't think it was any of their business. May 23. Brooklyn. New what do you think of his camo? Wait. Now you hear the music? It's upbeat. Yeah, You're watching it's sort of HBO. Like, yeah, but it, it's sort of saying like uh this is a nice moment in which they're oh here have a meal meals ready to eat <coughs> i don't know this film it it misses the mark on so many levels ready to eat m-r-e there's a whole a whole stew waiting for me to eat yeah, awesome just... what's the catch <laughs> Unfiltered. Look at that. Camel unfiltered. No, I guess there are filters, but that's a pretty crushed pack. Only a terrorist could be doing what you're doing. Not terrorist. You know, I'd like to haul my ass right over that wall. Do it. Why don't you? Why don't you? Right. They know my name. They know who I am. 
You're the only idiot who sounds like that in New York City. Okay, so we're going to see this kind of, you know, like how they handle the press and how they tell sure. the press lies. They still well directed. admitted that it's only one man because it's embarrassing to them that they could be taken over by only one man, stuff like that. The director is really flexing some muscles, the, the panning camera and uh, moving into the him. Like some HBO movie. I really want to know why Larry Brothers said you could just call me Lyle Gorch in this as right. I, I what what why did he want to disassociate himself from this? There's got to be a story there. The internet does not have a lot of information about this. <clears throat> yeah, I did not find any like DVD King movie review and. It says, I mean, this movie's kind of slipped through the cracks, right? Because it's an HBO exclusive. Yes. But if you go to Max right now, the streaming service, you're not going to find an archive. Probably not. Yeah. So sometimes you go to the grocery and you find like $2 DVDs and it's like old films with stars, you know, their faces, but it's the forgotten <laughs> films. Yeah. Oh, hey, man, I'm raising my hand. I bought uh, The Life and Death of Peter Sellers, the HBO movie. Uh, from Walgreens for two dollars, the DVD. Yeah, and I watched it during the pandemic years later. Now this guy is taking odds on. Okay, let's listen to this idiot. Okay. Known as the siege of Central Park. Speculation continues, uh, fueled by a statement made by Deputy Mayor David Dix concerning just who is in Central Park. David Dix. Citizens of New York believe, sir. Uh, Elton Costanza, right? I'm from Queens, and uh, hey, I'm all for the guy. Can you believe he's a uh, thanks, Queens person? Oh, most definitely, yeah, absolutely. See what this guy is doing. You see, he's sort of speaking out for all of us, right? No, he's not. No. In America, right? Yo. Why'd you wear more denim, you asshole? Where are you from, the Bronx? We need another borough. I'm also from Queens. Queens out. So that's what we're getting. People in the street. Word on the street. People on the street. Man on the street. People on the streets. Oh, look at her. She's good. I gotta speak too. Tell you how it warms my heart to see a man with some gumption for a chair. It warms your heart that he put explosives in Central Park? Running around on the TV, pencil neck shows and everything. I just can't stand it. Thank you very much. And what's more, I wish those cops leave the poor boy alone. We don't care if they took over the park for a few days. Why should they? We pay for them, don't we? Thank you very much. We pay for them, don't we? You pay for the park too, asshole. Oh, he's got T-shirts. Get your T-shirts. And they're they're um six dollars, Mike. Six dollars. That's uh, pretty outrageous in 1986. In 86? 80, why would you pick $6, Carl? Uh, here's a 10. Okay, let me get $4 as your change. Uh, <laughs> what, here, here's a 20. Okay, hang on. Let me get some singles again. 10 bucks. Easy peasy. Now we're going to have the... Um, yeah, but seriously, you can't... Like today, a, a t-shirt would be uh, $14, right? No, like, it would be an even... It would be... 
it would be a multiple of five or something that's easy so you don't have to have a hundred singles every time you sell a shirt. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. No, you're right. Like every time there was like a, a Super Bowl game or like one of the local teams, there would always be bootleg shirts out. And I think it was like, you know, twenty dollars out the door. Twenty bucks. Easy yeah. easy. You have change of a fifty? Damn it. <laughs> Uh, here's a ten, and then uh, here's a two fives. Hang on, they got a wad of twenties. It's an odd, yeah, fifty. You have to get a ten dollar in there. One time, my son was so proud of me. I took him to see Paul McCartney because, uh, you know, he loves the Beatles, and I knew someday it's going to be over. Better take him yeah. now. And uh, so we were. I was like a T-shirt. It was like, you know, like. 40 bucks or something. I was like, forget it, Keith. We're not doing that. And he goes, I understand, Dad. I wouldn't pay that either. So then we're walking out, and there's this guy with T-shirts, 20 bucks. So I go to him. Oh, geez, I only have $14. My kid <laughs> knew I had $60 uh, or, 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 or $54. I just took out the 10 and the 14, the four. And I said, I only have $14. He goes, okay. <laughs> My son was so proud of me. That's great. You got your tall McCartney t-shirt, official tour shirt. Tall uh, yeah. McCartney. So here, yeah, it was a tall order that, uh, but here we have like this military guy suggesting all of this uh, high tech stuff. And they're like, there's not enough time to do it. But I put on my uniform and ran over here. All right, man, they're impractical on this type of terrain. We'd have to... How would you do it, Carl? You're mayor of New York City. I would wait until 72 hours pass and let the guy walk out of the park. That's what I would do. But it's New York City. There's, what, 20 million people that live in that city? One of them um, is going to have to walk in the park. And there's people live in the park, too, I'm sure. Well, <clears throat> if I was really the mayor and there was a guy who took over the park and he said, I'm staying here until, right, and he's got it all booby right. trapped in everything, I don't know, like, we can wait, right? Nobody dies. Oh, That's I would kill him. embarrassing, I guess, that someone can own your city. It's invite for copycats, maybe. But uh, I don't know. I think uh, we don't – look at this debacle. Of course, it's a movie. Right. Well, I mean, if you could take away Central Park, what's next? A hostage at a Rockefeller Plaza? You're right about that. If 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 you show that you can just be taken over, then another person might try something. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But we're just lucky I'm not mayor of New York. And this is pre-9-11, so the stakes are kind of low. <laughs> I guess, yes. If this is a post-9-11 movie, you don't think everyone will have that weight on their shoulders when they talk about this? Right. Do you remember the... Um, the the Bruce Willis movie where they took over Brooklyn. Was it the third Die Hard? No, no. it was um, I forget what it was. Like a terrorist or organization took over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was I, I, so it made sense. What? I mean, just entertainment wise, it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was just it was. It was a movie, but uh, I don't think they could have done it in the post-9-11 world. They, they, the movie wouldn't have gotten made. There was a infamous Simpsons episode that aired in February 20, 2001 
where uh, they go to New York City and ultimately a building gets blown up. Really? Yeah. Oh, he goes to the World Trade Center. They don't air that anymore. Homer goes up to the, he goes up to the wrong building, so he has to run down the stairs and go up to the other one. Now he look, goes, she cuts her thumb while she sleeps. As Canadians do. Right. Homer needed to use the bathroom, so he went up to the bathroom, but it was the wrong building, so he had to go, go all the way down, run across <laughs> the plaza to the other building. So they don't show it anymore. That makes sense. There's a couple of Simpsons episodes they don't air. One with Michael Jackson, and then the the building being blown up in February 20, 2001 is not a syndication, as they say. Not it might good. be on Disney Plus, but I told they you blew... what university, right? I'm impressed with that. You're impressed with what university? Harvard. Oh yeah. And I'm also impressed with uh, Central Park. What a fabulous park. And it's so large, Central Park, in New York City. It's beautiful. It's great. It, it really gives peace of mind, too. Yeah. Now, wasn't Tommy Lee Jones' Harvard roommate, wasn't he Al Gore? You know that, that story? Right? Really? Yeah, I think I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all in. I believe that's the story. Google will tell us. Let's see. Oh, Al Gore invented Google. <laughs> <laughs> Created the internet, don't you know? Phone's ringing. Hello, not here. Who? The deputy mayor put sharpshooters all around the phones. So if a phone rings, a sharpshooter's on it. So what they're trying to do here is fine, you know, ring the phone so he'll go to a phone and then one of the sharpshooters will take him out. Are they, the sharpshooters are in the park or like in a building on a rooftop? I guess, I guess probably exterior to the park. Hello, moving target. Harvard roommate. What is what a series that? We want big boy. Watch the surrender your weapons and come out of it. What? Oh, that's not the plan. Come on, give me another day. I told you I'm leaving when I want. We already had this Where I want. I'm coming out of here when I want to, how I want to. Not until Turk 182 gets uh, reparations. <laughs> how do you expect more? I did it before, didn't I? What are you calling me for anyway? What is this shit? He goes, wait a minute. Am I a target? Dumbass. It's not well that... written. It's not well written. Does he say he hates those phones? <laughs> right. He goes, he hates those phones. Um, Tommy Lee Jones attended Harvard College on a need-based aid. His roommate was future Vice President Al Gore. Nailed it. Bingo. Bingo. You can't say Tommy Lee Jones in Harvard without bringing up the fact that Al Gore was his roommate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's just the Al Gore rhythm. They, he, they probably had a third roommate who probably went into asylum afterwards. Just shut up. Both of you. <laughs> All right, I might as well tell you about that police commissioner. His yeah. name is um, Lawrence Dane, but he was really born Loris, Lawrence Joseph Zahab. 
He is a Canadian producer, a Canadian actor and film producer, best known for his role as Lieutenant Preston in Bride of Chucky. And he was in National oh. Lampoon's Senior Trip. Which we saw in German. Yes. What? Wasn't it like a foreign language uh, dupe that we watched, but it didn't really matter? No, but we. But you're right about that. We no, no, be... there was no audio on that recording, on the movie. Is that what it was? Yeah. Which can still work for us. I know. <laughs> the one time that worked for us. Well, no audio. I mean, we talk over yeah. it. Okay, now the phone's ringing again, and it's a little... It, it, it kind of doesn't make sense to me in the plot. They're like, we're not calling him. Somebody is calling the emergency line, and it's your wife. It's your wife. Now, look, she's going to get jealous. Like, you're with a woman. Listen to this. I want to hear it. Top. First thing she says. Who was that who answered the phone? That was a woman. No shit. Well, what's a woman doing in there with you? She's not a woman. She's a news person. She's videotaping everything. She's not a woman. But the thing is, how did she, look at well, Tommy Lee Jones in the for? frame? With his yeah, skin. but aren't they divorced? Nobody's. Why does she have a picture of her ex? It's the father of her Baby, kid. I got this insurance policy. It ain't much, but it'll be exciting. That's it. Want all lines for the park cut off right now? Right now. Oh, they're what? listening. Cops are eavesdropping. Fucking pigs. The point is, like, they said there's, an, you know, the phone started ringing. They're like, we're not calling. So how is it that the wife knew the emergency line? You know what I mean? It's, it's weird. Well, I thought all New Yorkers know the emergency line for Central Park. Oh, yeah? And then why would they say, that's it, cut it off? Like, there's nothing bad going on. No. So if anything, it helps looking. the plot. Yeah. I think I've told you everything I know about this film. Like I said... Uh, well, no, you haven't told me the, the shitty ending yet. <laughs> okay. The ending's gonna be, that's it. We've reached our time. It's Veterans Day. Yeah. Happy Veterans Day. He's walking right out of the park. Is he blowing up the same fucking perimeter? Yeah. Look at that little fire. Park fire. Where's Central Perk for all this? Is Central Perk from the coffee uh, shop. Yeah. For friends. <laughs> that that intro was not shot in Central Park. That was shot in the studio lot. Okay. The fountain? That fountain's a famous fountain in a, in a lot over here. It's not, oh. not, it's not Central Park. There's no fountain, Friends Fountain in Central Park. Your brother took me to one of those lots, and it was pretty cool, man. It was like a oh. sort of empty town. The houses only had the front. There was no oh, how back. cool. Was, he never yeah. took me on a tour of a lot. How did he now, do that with you? <laughs> well, you know, we're better friends than you two. And he, so. um, he, he, he showed me the uh, Duke's a Hazard house. And the really? center, center of town and so many other films were shot there. 
crazy. Yeah. He really did. He he gave you a tour of the Dukes of Hazard town. Uh, no, okay. So I went out to L.A. for work. You know, it was for work, and he was on the George Lopez show as like a line producer. I forget the yeah. title. And uh, so we were there on the lot where they shoot uh, uh, George. So they he just said, "Why not?" And he just took me around. That's that's all. great. Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous. Yeah. Well, he tried to make you jealous. It was funny. He called you up while we were having uh, drinks together, and he goes. Yeah, hi. And he was talking. He goes, okay, well, I'm just with my new friend Carl. Okay, bye. It's my friend Carl. Bye. Yeah. I now remember. I, I appreciate you don't bring that up. <laughs> okay, here's their big plot, okay? We're in the heart of Act 3 now. This is supposed to represent our Act 3, and it might. It might. It's um, this mercenary uh, from Norway named Verdenken. He's a famous... Uh, hero soldier of fortune kind of guy and a Viet Cong guy named Tran Chan Din so Yofed is like what the fuck you hired mercenaries to go kill and one of them's a Viet Cong you son of a bitch yeah this is like not I don't know I'm no therapist but the worst I would idea. not recommend let's start Vietnam in the park that'll get him out It's just give a look. It would be insanity. Cats and dogs. What was the line in Ghostbusters in the mayor's office? Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, are these the mercs? No, that's the deputy mayor and the commissioner. Oh, right. Come on, have you been watching this film? Sure. The guy's Somebody's gotta go in fine. there, and it's not to protect the mercenary. Is Deadpool the mercenary? This film would be not so much time. better. No. If we don't get him out with them, the press is gonna hang us up to dry. Mission, I gotta tell you, this stinks. Stupid. Are they assuming there's nobody else in the park, that the park is empty at night? Yes. Weird. Weird assumption. Don't they live in New York City? Well, when this whole thing started, he had them evacuate the park. I lived next to Golden Gate for decades, and uh, there's always somebody in the park. Well, if you go to a... Yeah, I, I find it hard to believe they could fully evacuate it because, you know, just people are sleeping in the bushes. Yeah, right. But... According to this film, they did. Okay. So he's waiting right now. It's waiting until Veterans Day. That's the whole thing. Sure. Macy's has a sale on uh, sheets. On Veterans Day, November yeah. 11th. Now, Veterans Day is November. So I think it would be a lot colder, a lot colder in this part. Now, look how they push all the trees out of their way. Mike, seriously. They were stealthy people. They would not be pushing the trees so you can see across the what yeah. Maybe they want to pose like Rob Schneider in the poster for the animal. Remember he's in the bushes? All right. Now this is a clay less. I mean a clay more. A clay more. Less claymore from Primus? Yes, this is less claymore. Because they only have one. They were going to do five, and they said, no, 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 less. No, less. Less. Clay less. 
Good job. Now, they plant one claymore, and then Vicky will be on the claymore. Did I say her name wrong? Is she Valerie? Damn it. Oh, I was hoping like a squirrel will walk by. Yeah. Seriously, Mike. That can absolutely happen. Why hasn't that happened? Well, I guess like all the squirrels and animals left the park, too. Valerie. Yeah, well, if you're going to evacuate it. That would make a good children's like animated film, Talking Animals and, and Tommy Lee Jones or somebody take over the park. <laughs> Last time he was sitting on that exact tree, all those people were around him and it was chaos. Here comes Tommy Lee Jones in his New York. New York. You can tell he's a New Yorker because he's got a gun and a New York. Oh, <laughs> you idiot. I almost shot you. You dummy. Well, I woke up and you weren't there. You got a heck of a nerve, lady. Shaver. Now he goes, wait. Don't move. Freeze, please. There's a claymore. Who would plant movie traps in the Central Park, right? Just like he Viet did. Kong. Step back. She stepped on it? No, she almost tripped the tripwire to it. Oh, right, the tripwire. Somebody's in here trying to sabotage my program, Valerie. Holy shit, that mine is real. Real? Yeah. <laughs> you mean I almost got killed? Yeah, 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 but what's more important? Anti-personnel device. Anti-personnel device. It'll blow you to hell. Right here. Better than hell. Click. Now, is it the green butt wire or the red wire? you deader than hell. Now, is hell dead? You can be deader than hell? Deader than hell. I never heard that expression. I'm so I'm so bummed that I didn't unmute it when he goes, get naked, because it's so funny. And I, every time I saw this film, I was like, I have to unmute for that. Mike's going to think that's so funny. Get that's naked. a bird. Get naked, W. Jones. I think of a movie I liked them in. I've seen them in plenty of movies. Did you enjoy The Fugitive? I think he did a great job in that. A fantastic movie. And then this they did a sequel, Carl, without Downey Jr. It was called not US a, Marshals. Nah. Yeah, I saw it, but it was, it was not okay. good. It was not good. I think wasn't Wesley Snipes the, the adversary in that one? And he had yes. to run around chasing him. Yes, yeah, and I you remember. just said it was good. So stick to your guns. What was good about it? A U.S. Marshals? I thought the idea was clever. It was a movie based on a TV. It was a character from a movie based on a TV show, and they gave him his own thing. And uh, also, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was in it, right? That's right. And he, he uncuffed himself with sunglasses. <laughs> Sorry, it's not the greatest movie. Here we are. The park is mine. Look, they got the orange hats. Interesting. Right. Add yeah. that up. Six dollars, six dollars, six dollars. <laughs> I saw at least six people there, so that's thirty-six dollars. And four dollars is your change. Do you have exact change? No. Okay, uh coal miner's daughter. It was good in that. I never Did saw coal it? miner's daughter. No, I haven't seen it. All right. I should. Yes, you should, Sissy Spacek. Of course you should. Yeah, Natural of course I should. Killers, the Client, Batman Forever, Double Jeopardy. He was really good. 
I love double jeopardy. Listen, Carl, I didn't realize this, but if you commit the second crime mm -hmm. exactly the same, they can't charge you for it. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't stick. But the thing is, that movie was wrong because... Oh, wait, no, no, that guy was... If she had killed that ex-husband, she absolutely yes. would have gone to jail. Because it was a different incident, a different time, a different crime scene, a different everything. It wasn't, it's, it, that movie was, it's supposed to be like the king says, like, you shot a deer. Okay, well, I declare that illegal. Now they go arrest you. That's what it was supposed to be. Right. Uh, he did a movie where he had to, like, chaperone a bunch of cheerleaders or something, like college girls, uh -huh. uh, co-eds, man in the house. He definitely phoned it in, but I actually enjoyed that movie. Um, Ad Astra, Jason Bourne, yeah. Captain America, okay. the first adventure. Who was he in the Marvel Universe? No Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. Gosh, Carl, that's the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> it is. He's fantastic America, in that. He was like an army guy in Captain. He was like a general. Oh, all right. Uh-oh. Staring down the barrel of a gun. What's that? Sounds like gunfire. Not a regulation cop. It sounds like Canadian gunfire. Because they are totally in Toronto right now. They are not in Central Park. Toronto. So everyone's walking around New York City, the park is mine, and other people are like, you found parking? Where? <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> so that's like those guys that stand in the parking spot. Yeah. Oh, my friend's coming. My friend's coming, holding the spot. The park is mine. Oh, now he's doing some soldiery stuff. Crawling on the grass. That's grass. I'm uh, gonna shoot you. That's not the Viet Cong. Yeah, in the movie it is. So that's like he's re he's literally reliving the war. Uh, no, they could have gone that route, but he's not. Okay. Now he's telling her, "I want you to get out of the park. I'm gonna throw this when it blows. You run for that gate, whatever." Oh, yeah. Look for the sign that says Park Exit. Run! Fly out of there, Supergirl. Grenade launcher. Yeah, why didn't she go? Oh, no, that's right. This is just an earlier scene. He wanted her to throw a bottle. It draws his fire, and now he knows where the shooter is, and he can take him out. Oh, yeah. Oh, Timber! <laughs> You 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 would get fined for destroying trees in the park. Yeah, so that's why you go to Toronto. Right. Just a tree. There's never been a, a real like shoot shootout tragedy in the park, has there? Like a famous. Yes. One? Yeah. There there's has? been. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's. Wait, what do you mean shootout? Like a. I mean, like more of less of a crime and more of like a. No, massacre. there's been crime. I don't yeah. think there's been a massacre. Okay. Maybe, wait, the Central Park Massacre. That was like some headline once. Central Park Massacre. No. 
1863, there was a massacre. Tell me more. <laughs> massacre at Central Park in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, enough of this. <laughs> We're chasing our own tail, I guess. Seneca Village, that's the only massacre. Okay. Well, thank God. Watch out for the Invisible Enterprise. <laughs> no, that's Golden Gate Park. Oh, that's Golden Gate Park. Yeah. You know, that ship could hardly fit in there. It's so small. Yeah, it's not as big as Golden Gate Park. You know, so look, the it goes yeah. to his friend who's dead. If I was the director, I would have made him take his ammo. Or, or at least lower his hat for a second. Yeah. Do that close your eyes thing. I will avenge <laughs> you. Hey, that's only in the movies the lids go down the first time. Like, mm -hmm. in real life, it takes forever. And then it, like, loses all meaning. You're like, this is what a farce. Just close your eyes already. Right. You get the scotch tape. Come on. That's an amateur move. When you see a, a dead body and the, the eyelids are taped. Eyes are like, taped. <laughs> so, this, so, basically, Yofet's getting, Eubanks is getting proven right here. I can't tell there's something. On, oh, there was something on my screen, Carl. I thought the, the film director made a distinct point of putting some dirt. Uh-huh. But it was my filthy screen. Oh. All right. Pew, pew. What is that That's snow? Pew, pew. Pew, pew. <laughs> Do we care what guns they're shooting? Oh, the internet probably cares. Uh, Verdenkin the mercenary is using a Swedish nine millimeter SMG forty five as his main weapon, and this one you're seeing right now is the belt fed machine gun is is the World War Two German MG forty two. Do we care? Now it's his... up. I'm gonna blow up this grenade, and when I do, you run. Okay. So run. she runs, and then. She gets shot. Shot in the foot. Well, it wasn't the greatest idea. He cares about her? What about his submission? Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, she's got blood on her face even though it's her leg. Yeah, but you, I could see that, though. Like, you, you get the shock causes blood to come out of your mouth. Right? No. How does the body work? <laughs> If it was hollow, I guess some blood might have splattered up to her lip. She must have touched her hand against her face. I don't know. She's on the ground. She could have broke her lip when she fell. So he's like, you just shot an unarmed photojournalist, you idiot. It's a civilian. She's technically a Vietnam. She's an honorary vet. I'm going to put some trust in you. So... Tangerine Dream. Terrible soundtrack. Very bland and average. It could have been anybody who made this soundtrack. There's nothing special about Tangerine Dream. So now what he's doing is he's saying, okay, see, I'm just coming to get the lady out. I'm not going to shoot. I'm going to drop my weapon. Now look, he, they think the Swede's dead. He's not. But Eubanks saves the the bad guy, Tommy Lee Jones. Is he a bad guy? Not to our viewers, but... He, he is a bad guy in my eyes. 
parks for the people, man. Uh-huh. Is there someone behind her? Uh, now he's saying, I'm putting my gun down so I can go get the lady, okay? Everything's cool. All right. Okay, now, essentially, our movie is ending. Uh, and it's there won't be any final contest. He won't... Like, don't you think it should be like... Like they've How got make- plans to blow up his bunker where the their, the munitions are, but Tommy Lee Jones sees that if they do that, it would collapse and fall onto a subway platform below, killing people. So he sacrifices his taking over the park to save people, something like that, you know. But they don't end it that way. They just the clock runs out. It's like you, oh, you made it. The subways. Systems underneath the park as well? Uh, I'm not clear on that. There is a shuttle uh, that goes... Yeah, but that's Times Square. I'm just... I'm trying to look for some vehicle. Sure. New York City subway map. Where they can not... They, they don't have a good ending. They have hardly any ending here. Is it going to end today? Like, he's going to get shot and they, they zoom up? Like, across 110th Street, I remember, it was one of those films where... At the last second, they get shot in the head, and they they zoom up and they freeze frame. That's and run the so right. That's so. They did that too in that. Um, uh, get uh, that. Crazy Larry. Yes, that's a good example. It, it's bad how they used to make those movies. Okay, the two three train and the N R W are on the, and you can see that the six is they're on the edge. Thank you for putting much appreciated. Good research, man. Yeah. So So, it could be used. I'm just looking for a way. You see, now it's night, then it'll be day, and it's up the time. Look at the time. Oh, countdown to Veterans Day. That's right. Now, Veterans Day, why isn't it 12.01 a.m.? Why does he wait till uh, 9 p.m. on Veterans Day? Doesn't make sense. Well, he is in charge. So the way this film ends, they go, somebody's coming, it's the captain. So now she's out. Now, why isn't she being rushed to the hospital? And oh, because her foot's been shot? Yeah. He walks out, and she's still there with crutches. She should be taken to the hospital. But she's the only other character in this movie. Yeah, she has to be there at the finale. 8.59, 9 o'clock! 9 o'clock! Happy Veterans Day! Here goes the carousel. Here goes the zoo. Now, the word isn't forest fire, but if you really did that, Michael, Central Park would burn. Yeah. And there hasn't been, like, a Central Park fire either. No. One of note, I would say. Notoriety. Now he's coming out with his own. Somebody's coming! Now it's time for a final battle, a final challenge in which the hero shows how much he's changed. He wanted to take over the park, and now he sees what he was doing is bad, just as bad as these other people. You know, but no, no, they don't do that. It's just, oh, the film's over. Thanks for coming. Oh, we're out of time. We got to finish. No, no, the camera goes up to him and he goes, 
the park is it, mine. Is yours? Is mine. mine, 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 mine. The end. And listen to this inappropriate music. Like it's a party celebration. They must have just had one day to fucking score this. Yeah. What's going to happen, Carl? We're almost at the end. We are at the end. What?